Stand up in the fear of God and listen to the Holy Gospel, a chapter from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. May his blessing be solemn awesome of our teacher David, the prophet and king. May his blessings be solemn. Give thanks to the Lord for his good, for his mercy endures forever. Give thanks to the God of God for his mercy endures forever. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, glory be to forever and ever. Amen. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am there you may be also and where I go you know and the way you know Thomas said to him Lord we don't know where are you going and how can we know the way Jesus said to him I am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the Father except through me if you had known me, you would have known my father also, and from now on you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip. He who has seen me has seen the father. So how can you say, show us the father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me. The word that I spoke to you, I don't speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Today is the fifth Sunday of the 50 joyous day, and the church is still taking us into the journey into heaven. This Thursday, we are going to celebrate the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ. And in other words, we are celebrating our ascension with Jesus Christ into heaven, who said this morning, I'm going to prepare a place for you, and then he will take us all there. That's why we believe that Jesus Christ became the first fruit among many brethren in his resurrection, in his ascension, and in calling everyone to this place. Still, we are following the same theme we started in the Easter night, that Christ makes us like one sheep, and we are all risen with him. We are all presented and waved before the Father. And today, our subtitle is, We are becoming home for God. The first the second verse we read today in the Gospel, John 14, 2, it reads, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you. And then we think of the ascension, that the Lord 
is going to prepare a place for everyone. But what sort of a place? What does it mean mentioned here? The word in Greek means a staying, abiding, dwelling, abode, which means an eternal place. It's not a matter that some, it's not a hotel that I will go for a night or two. It's a place in which I will go to stay there all the time. And amazingly enough, this word mentioned only twice in the whole New Testament. And both of them in the same chapter. Verse 2 and verse 23. Verse 23 reads, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. So the same word home here is mentioned in second verse in the same chapter. Let us yeah, spend a few seconds or minutes with this verse. Jesus said, if anyone loves me, so the condition here, if you choose to love him, then it's not just emotions. He will keep my word. Of course, to keep the word, it means you memorize it first, and then you act upon it, and you live its fullness through the work of the Holy Spirit in you. So what is the result of loving the Son and keeping his word? And my Father will love him. You will start to enjoy the love of the Father. And we will come to him and make our home with him. So the Father and the Son will make home in your life, in your heart, in your mind. So the offer is as such. If you choose to love him and to keep his word and don't ignore both of them. He said, I love him, but I don't have time to read the word. I don't have time to spend with his word. He's telling us it's both. Then we'll enjoy the love of the Father and immediately he will come with the Son and make a home with him. When you think that the Father and the Son making home in your heart, in your mind, and your life, it, it, it means a lot for everyone. It means that if even you have a problem this morning, everyone has his own issues, either in family, at work, at uni, whatever it is. He's saying now you have another option. Either to dwell in these earthly things, and you know it's temporary and it's going to, to finish or to end at one point, or to see your new reality, that the Father and the Son are coming to make home in your life. We as a one sheep, as St. Cyril said, accepted Christ and his Father to come and to make home in us. And as you know, St. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 3.16, the same thing, that do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you, if now the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit dwells in you. As most of the church fathers, you are heaven. You are called to be a heaven, a home for the Holy Trinity. And this is our new status. If we think of it as a gift through the resurrection, gift through the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which we are able to commune with him in his body and his blood in the Eucharist. Tell us from now on, you are a real temple, real indwelling place of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So think of it and think of your problem this morning, whatsoever, how big it is or how small it was. And then think of your new identity, that you are called to be heaven. And to be heaven, it means everything else is under your feet. Some of us are indwelling in their own problems, which is real. But we are believing that if we are accepting our calling to live this life as heaven, then things will become differently.
If you go to the readings today or through the readings from the Pauline epistle, it's telling us if you are at home for the Holy Trinity, then this is the style of life you are going to enjoy. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good and works. So whatever we need, our stirring up is for love and good works. Nothing else and nothing less than that. And ask yourself when we meet, wherever we meet, at work, at home, or at uni or at school, what are we stirring up with each other? Is it love and good works or totally the opposite or something else? Then he is continuing, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some. Don't make your meetings as a normal meeting. But exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day is approaching. What day is approaching? The day when we are united in fullness with God to be in heaven after experiencing heaven on earth. So those who are experiencing this indwelling of the Holy Trinity, they are experiencing, experiencing heaven on earth. Then to go there is their desire. Whenever they are meeting, they are talking about the day is approaching. We are, we are going to be physically in heaven in few years or few months or whatever it is. Then St. Peter was telling us, if now you accept your new identity, God make a home in your life, your language is going to be a heavenly language. If anyone speaks, again, if it's anyone, anyone living this heavenly life, let him speak as the oracles of God, the very word of God. If anyone ministers, let him do, do it as with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belongs the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. If anyone again, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And then the Father will love him, and we will come and make home. And now his language is going to be changed. It's the language of heaven. It is the word of God. It speaks as the very oracles of God. Again, he's asking us. I said from the beginning, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. Why? Because he is going to live according to the standards of his new life. If you are heavenly, your language is heavenly. And then, send Gregory theologian is encouraging us about the word once more. The Bible is a love letter sent by God to his people in which we can perceive the heart of God. Would you like to be in touch with the heart of God? Open your Bible. And not only open your Bible, see it as a love letter. St. Jerome adding, ignorance of the scriptures is ignorance of Christ. So don't say you know him without knowing his word. Don't say that you love him without keeping his word. The book of Acts today was telling us now a heaven has been revealed in the life of St. Paul. We read nearly big part of Acts chapter 9, which was explaining to us the whole encounter of St. Paul with the Lord at the gate of Damascus. So when he had received food, he was strengthened. Then Saul spent some days with the disciples at Damascus. Immediately he preached the Christ in the synagogue that he is the Son of God. Few days before that, he was preaching or he was persecuting the church because the church was saying Christ is the Son of God. What happened in between? He was converted from being Paul, the zealous, the Pharisee, who knew the knowledge, but he has no life. 
he was converted into heaven after his baptism in verse 17 and 18, same chapter. And he's telling us again, if you receive this gift and you accept to love the son, to keep his word, then you become a heaven able to preach and to tell everyone that he is the son of God. That's why you'll find the psalm today is very encouraging. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. He made you heaven. His love endures forever because you choose to love the son. The love of the father has been bestowed upon him and he came and make you home. Give thanks to God of gods. We hear about many other gods. We hear about many other sects or religions. But there is only one true God. His love endures forever and he's offering this love for everyone. Let me finish with the words of St. Theophilus of Antioch, who is one of the Apostolic Fathers. But those who do not worship God nor know Him would be like some sort of birds, who, although they possess wings, yet they are unable to fly. Thus they do not soar up in exalted godliness. You heard the message, and you have the choice, either to be like a bird who is not able to fly, or a bird who is flying and soaring into the highest places of the heaven. May the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.